Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. Coming to you from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Dreams Unlimited Travel Agent, Sean Falk. Hi. Our associate editor on the Diz, Ms. Danny Sunderly. Hi there. And our associate producer here on the Diz Unplugged shows, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Hey, guys. And uh, hope you guys are off, uh, your week is off to a good start. Uh, our topic today is going to be uh, your picks for the best restaurants at Disney's Hollywood Studios, or as I referred to it before the show, MGM. Because to me, it's still MGM Studios. Before we get on uh, onto that, I just want to remind everybody, our uh, sponsor for this show and all the shows that we produce, all the content we produce, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Full disclosure, I am an owner in Dreams Unlimited Travel. Started that back in 1999. Very proud of the fact that we have sent more than 100,000 families to Walt Disney World. Um, Very, very proud of that fact. So if you want uh, help with your Disney vacation, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Let one of our expert agents, just like Mr. Sean Falk over here, help you plan all of that. Also want to remind everybody, we have some great resources Regarding Disney dining over on the Diz, wdwinfo.com. Among those resources is our menu database. We have virtually all the menus from all the table and quick service restaurants at Walt Disney World entered into this database, updated very regularly, usually every three to six months. Uh, those are updated. So as you're doing your research, it's a great tool. A lot of great information on that section of the Diz. There'll be links to all those things in the notes right below this video on YouTube or on DizUnplugged.com. All right, so we put out uh, polls recently on Facebook and on DizBoards.com asking about your picks for the best restaurants at different theme parks. So this week we're focusing on Hollywood Studios. And this is the first one I agree with the audience. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much agree with the audience. So uh, we're going to start at the bottom of the list, where it belongs, in the garbage, in the gutter, where the food comes from. Hollywood and Vine, or as I call it, Hollywood and Slime. This is, without a doubt, one of the worst restaurants at Walt Disney World. And it only got nine votes here in this poll, so apparently most of you agree. Um, and it's a shame that it's the worst, or among the worst. At Walt Disney World, because this is no secret. They know it. We know it. Yet they refuse to change it. They refuse to do anything to make this restaurant better. It's character, uh, character uh, meal um, restaurant. And the food is just awful. It's just awful. Yeah, it's all about getting, um, it's about volume at Hollywood and Vine. So it's how many, you know, getting the largest amount of families in and through a meal and back out so that the next wave of families can come in. It, um, there are um, brief uh, glimpses of hope, um, at least in the, the time that we were there um, there's glimpses of hope on the buffet, like a dish that might be a standout dish, or mm-hmm. hey, there's some there's some creativity there. That's great, and then um, everything else is is kind of lackluster, and uh, that's it's just how I 
And, and grossly overpriced. Yeah. yeah. Grossly overpriced. I mean, the main thing with, with Hollywood and Vine is the characters that you're going to meet, you could meet those exact same characters at significantly better restaurants. There, I don't, there's not a worse one that I could think that you could meet them at. Um, you can go to Tusker House and meet virtually the same characters. You can go to Garden Grill and meet virtually the same characters. So, or at least some combination of them. So it, it's very, it, so you can't even really throw characters in as a reason. Well, the one thing that is unique about this restaurant uh, in terms of characters for breakfast, it's uh, Doc McStuffins and some mm-hmm. other ones that Sophia I can't. Sophia the First. Sophia mm-hmm. the First. Um, so that, and I don't believe there's anywhere else on property where. You're no. getting those characters. No. So I, I know that's a big draw for this. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, parents are put in a position where they have to trade giving their kids that experience mm-hmm. while they eat awful food. And I remember, I'll, you know, I don't know that we were doing a review when this happened. I do remember posting something on Facebook about it. It was either a picture or a video. When I went in to do that character meal, that character breakfast, and watched a cockroach run across the floor. Mm. And, you know, the manager's trying to tell me palmetto bug. Same thing. Well, and there there are locations for character meals um, that have a lot of charm to them. And the environment is beautiful and warm. And there's just um, this space lacks... Lacks. It's cold. It's a cold. It's a cafeteria. It is. It's a cafeteria. And um, so you, you know, you can, as you were saying, Sean, you can just find other places on property to meet mm-hmm. these characters and have a little bit of charm and ambiance as well. Well, somewhere that I think is cons- for me is consistently as low as Chef Mickey's. I don't think Chef Mickey's is a good restaurant. No, it's not. Um, I think it's terrible. I think that people like it because it does have charm and it does have this consistency of like my family has gone here forever i've all some of my friends they go here every single trip because they've gone every trip since they were a child and that's why they go to chef mickey's and hollywood and vine doesn't even have that going for it either so there's not anything particularly you you can just do a lot better somewhere else just literally yeah look research that all and you can I've, do better i've just completely avoided this place from before i even started this job just being a viewer of the diz and it being referred to Hollywood and slime and all that stuff, I was just like, you know what? I'll uh, I'll go to sci-fi. All right, number four uh, at Hollywood Studios. Um, I don't know that I agree with this. I think this should be a little higher. Uh, Mama Melrose. What? Yeah, Mama Melrose. Uh, Mama Melrose came in fourth. Um, uh, uh, it gets better. It gets better. But yeah, Mama Melrose came in number four. Th- Thirty-four votes. Uh, from Mama Melrose, about fourteen percent of the votes, and I disagree. I think Mama Melrose is actually quite good. It is it good. Is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, we did a review there last year, or the year before, yeah, two years ago. It's um, might be time to go back, but you know, I'd always heard bad things about it or, or inconsistent things about it. I gotta be honest. I I was I was kind of impressed. I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got a lot of things that kids will enjoy on the menu as well. It's kind of like what we were talking about via Napoli a couple of weeks ago and the pizza being approachable. Same thing. This mm-hmm. is noodles and sauce, and it's your Italian favorites. And I love the atmosphere in there. I love all the decorations, the lights hanging from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast members have been great, and the food's been really good. I like their chicken parm. We uh, we did do the review 
I remember the only thing that I didn't like about it and it had nothing to do with the restaurant was just that the types of food they served were really heavy. It was very heavy it was, food. It, it was fine because we were doing a review and leaving. But I was like, if this is what I was eating and then going on Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower <laughs> no, of Terror, no. the new Star Wars ride, Slinky Dog, that, like literally there's so many jostling thrill rides, even Star Tours in Hollywood Studios that this heavy, heavy meal was not a and, good choice. And not that. just that too, considering that you're in Florida, um, hot. The last thing you want to do is walk around a theme park in 95 degree weather with fettuccine Alfredo sitting on your stomach. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the food, though, it's very I, good. I, yeah. I thought it was. It's certainly better than sci-fi dining. Yet I can't believe that wasn't the um, next one you said out of your mouth. No, like I was. Actually, I was cheered up for sci-fi. Dine-in, actually, you know? sci-fi dining edged out 50s primetime cafe. Oh, that's which means no. you've all fallen down and hit your head. No, good job, guys. Not agree. Um, I know you. See, okay, so again, you know, and he's a, he's a magnet for the crap restaurants. But he's no, like, I'll tell you, I have been plugging that turkey club and fried pickles at Sci-Fi for a while now. But I'll tell you, at least once a week, without fail, someone reaches out to me and says, "Hey, I went to Sci-Fi, I got the turkey club and fried pickles, and oh my goodness, you were right, it's so good." I'm like, there it is, there it is. Every week, I the get a one dish, the one dish on the menu. Okay, so as long as you want to eat a turkey club with fried pickles, you're good. Then you're good. Outside of that, but I, I you know, look, you've got to give you got to give some points for the ridiculously unique. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. ambiance of this yeah. restaurant. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot about that that I find appealing. Um, we got to go do. I don't know that we've actually done a review, a formal review of Sci-Fi Dining. I know we did one when they were doing the Star Wars yes, breakfast you did. several yeah. years ago. We did that, but that was at least five years ago. Um, I think we need to we need to go do a formal review of Sci-Fi Dining. But um, yeah, but it was Fifties Prime Time that came in third uh, on this with fifty three votes, which I don't get because I think it's phenomenal. It I think is. the food is really good. I think the cast members are unbelievable. The whole show. That goes on at 50s prime time. Mm-hmm. The vibe, mm-hmm. the atmosphere, the whole thing. Fantastic. One of the best experience restaurants you're going to find anywhere, and certainly at Walt Disney yep. World. And, and, and unique, like you said about sci-fi. I mean, same thing here. Very yeah. unique. You're not going to get it anywhere else. And it is... Um, it's got something for everyone on that menu. If you love desserts, they've got phenomenal desserts. They've mm. got, I mean, I love their pot roast as an entree. That's my favorite. Yeah. I mean, for me, I love 50s primetime, and I also obviously love sci-fi. But it kind of goes into the same realm of, uh, of character experiences. Not everybody wants that experience. They don't. They, some people want to eat and be left alone. And like I think of like uh, like Dick's Last Resort is a, is a popular restaurant in Massachusetts where you go there and the whole scheme is for them to kind of like harass you. Um, so like some people don't want their waitress to come over and be like you have to eat your vegetables you have to wear this hat you know. But it is it is a fun experience if you want to do that. Oh, we know what we're going to be doing when we review right. that restaurant. It's. Uh, uh, 
it's it's very good. The only thing I had never eaten there before I started working here. Um, I was always off put by uh, anytime I would go up to the side part to go t- to the bar area of them coming out and like screaming the family's names that they were waiting for whenever they come out into the lobby. So that always put me off to ever eating there. I didn't even know what they served. I was just like, that's the place where they scream at the people like in the in the waiting area. And okay, I'm just like, so if you're sitting like, at the bar, you hear that constantly. Yes. Gotcha. So okay. I've always been off put to okay. going there. Once I tried, I was like, oh, my God, I love this food so much. It's the. It's so good, but yeah, I'm shocked that it's below Sci-Fi Dining. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, number two on the list was Sci-Fi Dining, so and it did really well considering what it was up against with uh, with Brown Derby. Yeah, well, 57 votes for Sci-Fi Dining. Of course, the clear winner, uh, 96 votes, almost 39 percent of the people picked Hollywood Brown Derby. I mean, I guess it's just the ambiance of of you know getting to sit in the cars and watch the movie. I will also say I've consistently heard really, really, really good things about the wait staff there of them going like far and above beyond stuff. I know we had a story back about a year ago, maybe that we even talked about on the show about, um, some of the wait staff pooling money together and going and buying a Buzz Lightyear doll for a kid that was like that something was going on or like and so like they they've heard these stories consistently of like very very good wait staff. Well, you know, for those who don't know, uh, the Hollywood Brown Derby was an actual restaurant, very famous restaurant, especially in the forties and the fifties. This is where you found you know and everybody who was anybody in Hollywood ate at the Hollywood Brown Derby. And would have their characters put up on the wall and things like that. And this was where the Cobb salad was invented. A lot of stories behind how that came to be. But it was the Hollywood Brown Derby where the Cobb salad was invented. Um, And there was a whole culture for that restaurant in terms of its food, its service, and things like that. And this being the only location now to have that name... They take that culture and that history very, very seriously. And they try and recreate it right down to how the Cobb salad is done, how the service is, all the elements that made the Hollywood Brown Derby, the original, so famous. They've really, really tried. They take that history very seriously. So that's a really cool aspect to this. But at the end of the day, the food is exceptional and is consistently exceptional. It's wonderful. Um, I I am a huge fan of anything with um, French sea salt on it, and so I mean the from the rolls and the butter with the sea salt um, all over the top to the cob salad, which you can get as an entree. Like if you look at the um, menu and you go, "Wow, I can't pay you know forty nine dollars for a fillet tonight." Well, you could get that salad as an entree and be able to get into the the environment, into the location. And experience it while you're here on your vacation. I mean, it's uh, spectacular. And the filet is my favorite thing. Yeah. And can anybody point to a better restaurant, a better in-theme park restaurant anywhere? So nope. I've, ne- I've never eaten there, so that's, oh, no. Sean, you must. that's one of the few yeah. restaurants that I can think of that I can name. How we, have I missed that? We have done 
multiple reviews and we have booked it several times and every time something has come up either that I wasn't able to make the review because it's something else work going on or if you just know stuff just happened. stuff happened and the reservation yeah. got canceled I, I've been slated to go here three or four times and it's never happened right, we'll get so there. we'll get there. Do it. so I can't You'll comment on this one so. yeah I mean I love Hollywood Brown Derby I mean back when we did uh, last year our favorite dishes on property mm-hmm. it hit a m- um, multiple lists it was on my list it was on denny's list mm-hmm. um the filet there particularly i and the cob salad it's just it's a great place it's a really really great place and uh, fun fact that's where if you didn't know where uh hollywood studios club 33 is it's above the brown derby right yep so all right well there you have it those are your picks for best places to eat at disney's hollywood studios and that will do it for this episode of our show we hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week.